<laughs> I'm just gonna let it go with just coffee sips, and that's just gonna be how it starts. <laughs> All right, episode twenty-three of the "I Am Your Friend" podcast. Uh, a very special episode because we have two guests today, which uh, was a bit of a struggle to figure out logistically, but we did it. And we're all cramped in this room now, and uh, we're here. So our guest today is our friends uh, Matt and Pat from the band Super American. What's going on, guys? Best day of my life. Best day of my life as well. You're best, looking at it. Best place in the world. Thanks for having West us over, Second, New York. Yeah, man. Thanks for coming. Um, the record came out on Friday. Sup? Uh, 10 songs, 25 minutes, uh, which is yeah. the best way to describe what it is. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah yeah actually it is a pretty good description yeah so. 10 songs 25 minutes like that's just it's uh it's so far uh, uh the reception seems to be going really well how do you guys feel about it how do you feel it was great it was really exciting yeah honestly i think it went went better than i would have expected not that you really like can expect anything you never know but right everybody was very receptive and nice about it and it was exciting it was I a great still, day yeah yeah how long has the record been done like when you had uh, masters in hand six months eight eight months but it's tough because it's yeah, yeah it was masters but then the recording took a super long time right so it's, it's been recorded yeah, you, for over a year yeah definitely been re- and masters we've had for yeah like six to eight months at least yeah, <laughs> i can't you, remember the exact date i know a time I is all fucked. Like march yeah. but you guys started recording it right before everything shut down right yeah the week prior we did the drums yeah. sam check away to the drums and then after that we waited until june or july to get back in there and... i think it was march yeah then jay went to jamaica <laughs> and uh <laughs> and uh <laughs> Yeah, then we went back in June, and then I went had at the same time, I went back to work. So it was just like, wow. Yeah. The brain had to work again. Right. Because I was pretty chilling pretty hard. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and we went on that little five-day run with on the Speak Low. Uh, yeah, that was in, was that in February? No, it was in March. That was in March? Yeah. I think that was almost April. No, it was like the first weekend of March. Because oh, it was really? literally the last thing I did. And then we recorded right after that? I'm pretty sure everyone was borderline what sick. Month, what month did we go back in the studio and finish the album? Though? It was like uh, it was like June 10th or something like that. Okay. So it was a full... That makes sense. 12 to 16 weeks. Do you think that the wait between <clears throat> benefited it? I do, but I'm not sure if it would have hurt either. Yeah. Yeah, I think... Uh... You never know for sure, but it was what it was, and we attacked it. Yeah, because that's how that's how I felt. We were originally our date scheduled to record our record was April of 2020, which didn't happen, and so then we ended up splitting the dates, and we did uh, basically like all the drums and guitars in like uh, July, and then waited a month before we did vocals. Uh, so which you were just now looking forward to singing right for a while. well it gave me a lot of time to prepare yeah um which now like that's how I want to do it every time I think yeah I feel like we kind of had a little that extra time to prepare even though we didn't ask for it, it was kind of nice because we could just right. kind of like think about how we wanted to do it once we got back in there yeah and it was nice because 
I, I don't know how to like phrase it because I'm not sure if it makes a ton of sense. But like, once you start recording, like no matter how many times like you can prep yourself or tell yourself like to stay calm, once you get going, yeah, it's almost inevitable. So like we were going really hard. Like right. when we started with the drums. It was a very intense session. Like you know, Sam's obviously from Massachusetts. So in this case, like on the previous album, we were pretty prepared. You know, being able to send songs back and forth. But like he came in the room. And we played the songs for like nine hours and then walked into the studio. Right. So it was Yeah, we had one day intense. to practice. Like he had one day to really practice with us and us all get on the same yeah. page as far as all the decisions of when there's a fill or what yeah, happens when. Yeah. And then we just record the next day. So his credit, yeah. to everybody's credit, it was a stressful situation because <laughs> like we obviously you want it to be good. It's your only chance at recording. And we have sure. one day, one session and like. And it's not like we could redo it, you know, because right. he's from. Massachusetts. So I mean, obviously, and he was could. going back, and there was a pandemic, and there was just like yeah, it, it was, was what nuts. it was. Yeah. So. It was funny when we were on the mm-hmm. that's run with Speaklow, uh, and we were, I think we were in, um, uh, what was the first city we went to? Chicago. Chicago. Okay, so we were in Chicago, and uh, I was working the merch table, and one of the other guys who was working merch was like, "Hey, man, what do you think about this whole coronavirus thing?" And yeah, I was yeah. like, I don't know. I was like, he was like, do you think it's like legit? Like something we should be worried about? And I was like, I have no idea. I was like, it seems to be a bad thing. Yeah. Like people we talked about this a million times, but Dan was super sick yep. on that yeah. trip. And then I got sick from him, but apparently it wasn't COVID. Yeah. I got COVID. Separately. Yeah. It's just crazy to think about. Yeah. Not ideal. But now we're hit, hitting the road again. We had a nice little bubble though in that hotel. Yeah. That hotel is sick. So we, we went lived there for three days. Yeah, we did. Where was it? It was, was in, uh, it was in Joliet, Joliet, Illinois. Joliet, Illinois. We went to, we went to we played hotel. three different shows in three different cities and stayed, stayed in that hotel every same night. hotel. Yeah, yeah. we drive, drive back. Yeah. That was a nice hotel. They had a pool. Yeah, it was really they had, clean. They had it was a little, cozy. Uh, it was an A-loft, it was, wasn't it? No, that was the first, no, the, A-loft we stayed in Cleveland the first night and didn't have a show. Oh, okay. And then fucking we stayed in that, uh, sorry for swearing. You can swear on this podcast. <laughs> but we stayed at that fucking aloft. Yeah. And didn't aloft. have a show. Yeah. And we're very well behaved. That place yeah. was nice. Yeah, that, that was really was. I remember the shower in that place was super nice. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Juliet. Yeah, Juliet, Illinois. We'll have to. Uh, I remember Ben Lieber sat in the hot daughter. tub and it was room temperature water. Yeah. It was out of the service. Yeah. But the degrees. jets would run. Yeah. So I get it. I would have done the same thing. <laughs> it was like police tape around it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! I do remember that. Yeah, uh, you went swimming laps, didn't you? I did. Yeah, it was. And there were like children hanging out. There was like a half inch layer of hair gel on top of the water. That's Ew. how. Yeah, perfect. That's disgusting. <laughs> I was taking it in. I wasn't hungry the rest of the day, oddly. So maybe that had something to do with it. That's the grossest thing I've ever heard. Um. So anyway, yeah. So then you know that little weekend run we did, and then we were supposed to do the hot mulligan tour originally in may of 2020 i think it was scheduled for yeah rescheduled for, for then november then yeah. november and then that clearly was never gonna happen right so. and now it's november again yeah and we're going holy hell yeah it's uh it's happening it appears this yeah. time around it's exciting we got about three weeks yeah i'm especially excited for them because i feel like it kind of worked like oh yeah it even just helped yeah, I think it worked out in your guys' favor though too, you know, with yeah. the record. I mean, it's records coming out right be before the tour, playing shows in general. So yeah, we'll take of course. It. Yeah, um, we were lucky though to have it time out that way. Yeah. yeah, we were due for a 
Oh, we mean with our album. Yeah. Right. Oh, so, yeah. so we're totally. due for a break. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. I mean, the I don't mean is that nice. Way. Yeah. Because yeah. before it would have been, you know, anticipating an album. Right. Or having it out and sitting around for six months. Right. Yeah. So now it's out and then going right down the road. Yeah, uh, it's pretty exciting. Mysterious ways. Absolutely. Yeah. I find that a lot with a lot of things in the pandemic. There are a lot of silver linings for sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's just life in general. There's always like good parts in the bad. It's profound. Yeah. I was hoping it was going to be a little better than that. <laughs> I really crapped out. I'm sorry. Next cat. That's all good. I realized there was a lot of pressure uh, on whatever I said that. Yeah. <laughs> and it didn't live up to it. Speaking of profound things mm-hmm. though, uh, the, your, a lot of Pat, your lyrical content on the album is very, uh, uh, not existential, but like a lot of like bigger picture looking things about like, you know, how we live and how we carry ourselves. Hmm. Um, and I want to know what was going through your head while you were writing things you were battling with. I don't know. We've done like a couple interviews where we like have to type out answers about God knows what. And I've been trying to think about it, but I think it's just a lot of like trying to get through fear in general, yeah, which is like repetitive for Matt. And I had to talk about cause we already have, but like, I needed to find a way to like make myself feel better about a lot of things. And I guess just my own personal struggles. And so for me making songs or just art in general, consuming it and making it is like, I know that's like a cliche way of going about it, but yeah, I think fear and anxiety, although I hate that word because of how much it's like used. I feel like it's, it is what it is, but Yeah. yeah. It's just kind of was a way to to deal with it and fight back against it, I would say. Right. And just try to learn as much in that process and then express it in a way that maybe other people could understand too. And it's interesting that you say uh, the fight back against the thing because I feel like that's what the record really does sound like. Like it's that's very good. much yeah. the energy of the album is like it seems like fighting well, because you really, you have to, like, yeah. that's the only way, the only to, way you move to feel any better is to yeah. not let it control you and to right. like, realize that you have to take control of your own actions and how you react in situations. And like a lot of, I realize a lot of my anxiety is actually like, I used to blame other people for it, I guess. And I think I started realizing more that I needed to actually look inward. Think. Yeah, and you're you're responsible for how you react in situations and for the situations you put yourself into and like it's a whole rabbit hole of shit you could get into, but yeah, I think fighting back a little bit was uh I guess just like a knee jerk yeah reaction. I just felt like I kinda had to because I, I love felt it. stressed as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh well it definitely <clears throat> shines through for sure, especially in like uh R. I. P. Jeff. Um which Thanks. I like what I like a lot too, I remember when you know you guys first got the masters back, um, and I just you know heard a few snippets of things. Uh, it, a lot of the um, you pushed yourself uh, into like a new realm of things. It sounded like with like you're almost like rapping in like certain songs where like you're doing this like very quick yeah. uh, lyrical stuff that's like fitting into like you know a rhythm that's it's basically rapping you know what i mean yeah. but it sounds so cool and it's so different I, I think rhythm like because i don't have like a very large vocal range and sure. that's always frustrated me i think like flows and rhythms and wordiness is kind of how i've tried to make 
the voice interesting yeah instead of just being able to like belt something out which i just can't really do very well so yeah I, and i've all, like i grew up listening to hip-hop and right rhythmic music music in general so Same, yeah that's embedded in me regardless yeah. but i never really like got to the point of maybe exploring it a little bit on my own so totally it's a start yeah well start. it's good i like it a lot Thanks. i think it's a, a good fresh uh direction for you for you guys to go in absolutely uh Sorry, Matt, and then I'm just talking to Pat right now. No, but. you're good. I, I'm fried, so you're good. Fried. He's fried. Um, speaking of fried, uh, the, my two favorite Matt songs on the album are both the food songs, uh, which is Butter and Hot Dog. Uh, speaking of fried, what a segue. <laughs> what a I'm good at what I do, baby. Let's um, go. Fried. <laughs> Aiden Rogan. Uh, oh, I don't. I don't like that. At all. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, but um, "Hot Dog" was a song, and I think you've you've you say this that like, you guys have been playing that song for a long time. You wrote that song when you were twenty two. It's an old song. Yeah. Why'd you put it on the album? I don't know. To be honest with you, I don't write a ton of songs. Like right. I don't really throw out any songs. I guess, or at least I haven't. Like yeah. I'll make sometimes maybe only four songs in a year, right. but we'll use them. But like, I feel like lately you've made made a lot. Yeah, of lately that. I've been trying to. But like, at, during prior to this, I you you were kind of like sticking to a more select amount of yeah, work. and I only had. Jeez, I, yeah, I guess I didn't write a lot of songs, but we've played it. So <laughs> I like, mean, it fits on the album. I'm not saying that it doesn't. I just like I think it's very interesting. It's definitely the oldest one. You know what I mean? Like, well, yeah, the, and like Pat and I were talking about like this the other day, actually, in the context of Frank Ocean, and like how like there's this onus on the artist where there is a natural reaction by the consumer that when an artist puts releases a piece of art, that that must be how they feel in that moment. And of course, I understand that perspective. But there's an onus on an artist that like if you're gonna hold on and like do it in a productive way, and like if you're doing it in a way to be a good artist and not for any ulterior reasons there's no like instant gratification for that in a lot of ways it's very stressful because it's a small world right so you mean in waiting to like just to release a song right and then like the time that goes into even making it and like then recording it and then thinking if it's even good or not right but i think i've always liked the song because like we released it in such a like bizarre way it honestly kind of got some like. Well, I like a lot. Yeah, there's just like a history. There's a history with the song between us. Like we we really like slapstick made the demo that I don't know if it's still on YouTube, but we like I think it still might be. We did a demo and tossed it on YouTube. Like, and we had a brand new manager at the time, like that we don't work with anymore. But it was just like a, an immature decision by us. We didn't tell anybody. We yeah. just like it was a no no. Okay, it was. We no-no. just did a no no, and then so like it kind of was like taboo. And now that we're like in a different place and. Uh, yeah time it just like we always loved the song yeah and it is the song is fire you know what i mean and we like, played it too so like yeah. we played it so on that run that's like, the right and that's the point i was going to make is the um i like when bands do that a lot or any sort of any artist is like when they have a song that's like not recorded but like they play live you know what i mean right. and people know like the fans know the song like uh the 1975 did it with that they got that song milk Mm-hmm. That was like never uh, released, but they would play it live all the time, and it was like a fan favorite. You know what I mean? Like it reminds me of that. Like that shit's cool. You know what I mean? And then release it like way down the line. You know? Yeah, because you can't cool force idea. it. It's not like you have to record the song to ever be allowed to play it or right. whatever. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, right. We kind of always had the song in our 
world and like just we're making an album let's toss it out yeah. there yeah it kind of felt like uh <clears throat> i'm trying to think like what it kind of reminds me of as far as like putting it on an album like that i guess like you're saying like the 1975 song but like like back in the day like in really in a variety of eras where like even if it didn't make sense in the time of the album like people would just like put like reuse a song for the sake of almost like keeping the glue together yeah like it doesn't happen as much anymore but like especially like in old country music like some of those fuckers would drop the same song in like four albums in a row yeah yeah yeah, people like, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. it is yeah. kind of a glue thing yeah you just yeah. stand like, by yeah, it it's it's like, right. yeah yeah it's interesting that shit is so weird it's tough though it's stressful yeah which kind of was the case with brain too i was kind of just like, right well it's out like it might toss it out or out yeah right. like yeah i agree yeah, it's, yeah. It, it is a weird thing and then but there are moments where like there's very new songs and like very in the moment stuff mm-hmm. so like one thing you guys did with uh i think when tequila sunrise came out you like put out a thing that was like when each song was written and it was like oh, just geez. month and year oh, yeah. and it was like all over the place and that was so cool like i've never seen a, a band do that before where they like probably for good reason. tell you when it, no, 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 no. <laughs> i disagree i think it, i think it's super cool to see the context of it like to think about like where you were in your life like, i think people do appreciate like i don't know there's always such a fine line between like how much information you sure provide and like whether it's it adds or yeah. it takes away but i do agree i'm like such a nerd where like i would be yeah I'd be into that too. There was uh, funny that you say that because I felt I feel the same about that. And when we released the post prom record, I was just like you know trying to come up with original content just to have on just to keep p- people talking about the record. So I did just like an Instagram questions thing mm-hmm. that was just like, "What's your you know what's your favorite song on the album?" You know what I mean? The, right. But like what I did is when people responded, I just like told the story of the album. Right. But like in my head, I'm like, is this dumb? I'm like, does anybody fucking care? And like, I, like you said, like, does it take away from it? Yeah. Should I let people have their own interpretations of what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you know, but you I, know. I think the feedback was positive from it. So it felt like a cool thing to do. But well, that's good. Yeah. Just finishing something is the biggest accomplishment anyway. Yeah, totally. Sure. Just completing a thought and a piece of art. Like he says that all the time. Cause I, I have like totally irresponsible and unrealistic like versions of what not like what success is but what was the phrase you just used like finishing something is it's probably the biggest accomplishment yeah like that's the accomplishment in itself like getting too caught up in what happens afterward is like a total waste of time because then you're almost sabotaging your next work yeah well yes and no yes and no i'm more like of a barbaric caveman type of thinker like grunt <laughs> survive Ooh, next one Ooh, hoo, hoo, hoo. like just i try and think as sometimes as primitive as possible because it's like easy yeah it's really simple right but it doesn't always work there's well i also think a lot of shit that doesn't uh, apply to uh one of my favorite things about uh you guys as songwriters is how you've kind of not perfected but like have found a really good place in simplicity that made me go back to the drawing board of how I write songs. You know what I mean? Of being like, why am I trying to like, what am I trying to prove by making something (laughs) super complicated? You know what I mean? Of like, just fucking play GDC and call it a day, you know? And like write a good fucking song. Well, another thing Pat always says is four chords and the truth. And like, 
Yeah. What else do you really need? Yeah, I like that. I mean, of course you can yeah. elaborate. I did that, not like, come up with that statement, by the way. Yeah. I do say it, but shout out to whoever <laughs> came up with that. Sure. It's on one of those family stickers on yeah, the back of this some car. British guy yeah. back in the day, but, it but it's true. The, it's like the same thing. The it doesn't have to be four. It always life. just depends what you're trying to accomplish, too. Yeah. Like, I like songs that are simple to listen to, like, and I grew up listening to pop music, and so like, right. I almost feel bad that I like brainwashed him to a certain extent. Not, not brainwashed. No, no it's good. But like, I really like songs that people like. That's just <laughs> yeah. fun. Yeah, like, same. It's, it's really. I fun. totally agree. Like when you, especially like, multiple experiences come to mind. But like when I would go to a show when I was much younger and I first started to, and like, the vocalist would like pull the mic away and the whole crowd was singing the song. Yeah. Like I'm thinking like you have to write such a good goddamn song. Yeah. To like incite that type of reaction, and that's mm-hmm. just such a powerful like, communal human experience. So that's part of it, and just like listening to a good song is so nice yeah absolutely i agree <laughs> yeah i uh i'm the same with like i grew up with pop music and i mean i actually just the other day my mom was we were cleaning out my basement and i found a huge book uh that's just like a giant like picture book of in sync that was mine when i was like five or six years yeah, old they had some bangers yeah i mean that was my shit dude i loved like the boy band stuff when i was really young Me like too. But, like, for that reason, like, it's almost kind of combining the topics here. It's, like, it's almost, like, primitive. It's also no difference in, like, a rock band. That's a crazy part. No, for, for real. I mean, yeah. Like, Dynamically, I'm saying, like, as far as how it's yeah. constructed. What was that um, Backstreet Boys song you were liking recently? Not that you were liking recently. No, no, I can't, I'm trying to remember the title. I'm trying to remember the title because I remember when I was really young, it was on the radio. But then there was, like, this Is DVD. it as long as you love me? I think it might be as long as you love me. But there's like, yeah, yeah, whatever that one is. Yeah, yeah, and it yeah. was the lead song on the DVD. Yeah, that melody is, goes hard. It's, re- yeah. it's like, it doesn't even make sense. Yeah. Yeah, it's it good. It crushes. Yeah. But it, think about it that way as far as like a simple song, like a young, pretty much undeveloped Right. Like I was, I was five, six years old. Is it very much And just like to drawn that? to this. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like it was just something natural. It's like eating candy. Yeah, like for real. Exactly. Like it, it just sets off those things it. in your brain and it's like. Uh, yeah. There's certainly, I was thinking about this recently too. There's like a people pleasing aspect that you, I've realized I have about writing songs because yeah, I have it, I have it in a bad way in other parts of my life. Like people pleasing isn't always healthy. I'm the same. Yeah. But with songwriting, it, it can be useful. Yeah. Because if you think like what you were just saying, like if a kid hears it and immediately has that reaction or right. just like somebody who's not even like a music nerd or a fan just hears the song and it's listenable to them and fun. yeah like that's kind of cool in terms of crossing into that but. yeah um and i mean i think you definitely mm. nailed all of that with uh brain for sure i mean i think it shows it, you guys got a million streams and the song's been out has it been over a year yeah yeah february of last year oh yeah well yeah it's actually been like a year and a half full, yeah full but yeah that was pretty cool yeah it's so when you, I mean, I have this a lot when I'm writing songs where like, I'll just come up with a word and melodies and, and I'm just like, Oh, that's something. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. is that w- when you were writing that song, is that something that you had when it was like an aha moment of like, Oh, this is, this is something. Uh, no, yeah. it was just like any other time where sure. I would like try to usually just do like a voice memo to remember like whatever riff is on guitar and then like the words will be like 75% there. And then like once we actually worked on demoing it, like it it had never been demoed prior to us getting into his attic and like actually making it. But no, there was never like a, 
if anything, it was just fear again. Of yeah. Like, oh, I don't know, like if he's gonna like this idea or like it's just like anything else. There yeah. was never like, oh, this is a cool song. Yeah, really. yeah. It was immediately better than like the batch. It was a step in whatever step. Yeah, it was clearly like the stand getting out. going. Yeah. I will it's say it's a huge leader type of song. It's got like a leadership aspect to it. It's like brave, it stands alone, yeah. and it carries a ton of weight. Yeah. Someone um I think it might have been that Camp Trash Band might have tweeted something about how listening to Super American reminded him of listening to Say Anything. And yeah, and the fact that I, I agreed with him though in, I really in like how he described things. it. Uh I mean, not like, I don't think you guys sound like say anything, but it's a similar thing. What, like what he said made sense of like, it sounds familiar, but it's something you've never heard before. And that is literally word for word how I described you guys the first time I ever saw you. Uh, at, that's very interesting. I do like that. I like that concept a lot. Yeah. Like, I don't know. <laughs> that's what it dude at, uh, at, I mean, you guys played BJ's fall 2015, maybe. Or 2016? Yeah, it was like the best show ever. So that was the first time I had, I had seen you guys. Yeah, was... And uh, that's literally exactly how it, I was like, it sounds so familiar, but I've never heard it before. And like, I don't know what it is, but you guys got that. I will never... That was a fun show. Yeah. yeah. That was like bizarre. Where people were like... There was forms of like excitement being expressed out of the human body that like... I had never seen before, like people just like jumping and spinning at the same time. Like, Dude, what is going <laughs> yeah, on? Yeah, instead of the average like fist pump. Yeah, it was death. just like <laughs> it was, it was a like saucy some cult yeah. thing or something. It was, yeah, it was yeah like, I have a video on my phone from that show. Um, I don't know what that like. You should email it to your boss. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, good shit though. But yeah, and I mean, I always feel like part of that familiarity is that you guys are a very, and I've seen, I've been reading a lot of people's uh, reactions to the album and stuff and comparing you to what they think it is. And uh, I always said Blake, we two and third eye blind, like mixed together is what it sounds like to me, but I've seen. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I'll certainly take it. I don't like, I don't know the familiar. I will never be able to hear our music from a third person perspective. Yeah. So it's tough to say. But it's flattering that anybody cares enough to like tweet about it. That's been like the most exciting thing about like the weekend is just like getting any type of reaction is so fun because we like play it for ourselves and yeah, make it and then it sits there and you listen back and hope that somebody's gonna like it. So if I hear it one more time, I will move to Bangladesh. Yeah, but Bangladesh, it's it's a really good feeling to like. Yeah, I feel that. get it done. Not get it over with. I don't mean it like in a pessimistic way but yeah. it's like it yeah. feels good to do it shake it off and now just it's like the cliche of like send, yeah. like sending the kids from the nest like hope we did a good job now it's like time to let go yeah on that, only a particular part of it like the creation yeah. aspect isn't that like, crazy i was tweeting about that the other day about how long the process is between like finishing a song and releasing it because it like it is like crazy long and but it, it's so long that like once it's out it's like oh fucking finally Oh, like it's yeah. out and it's now like you're on some healthy things. <laughs> it's fucked up. It's insane. Yeah. You like, I'm notorious for despising anything that I, I noticed that about you make yeah. like within two weeks after it. It's yeah. Done. Interesting. And, and actually like a song like brain or like, there's been many ideas over the course of time. Like, I, I don't know what it is, but I just 
hate it and like move on and we have to like I honestly need to be babysat like in certain ways be like no this is okay it's yeah, still yeah, good. yeah but I think yeah. I'll probably do that for you as well right when you make you have something... on the on the contrary because now I make more things like yeah. I'm probably saying you it guys to you are cause... you guys are extremely similar in that way that you both like it's like the like, like... infinity symbol like the energy like comes and goes yeah 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 or yeah. you definitely like, you like put it's always going but like... you, yeah it's just once you listen to it so many times like it's like, yeah. you could give me like the best song I've ever heard, my favorite song. But if I listen to it ten times a day, yeah, for, it's only so much. Yeah, I, I hate it. Yeah, so like, if I'm trying to tweak my own song or our song or something, like, I'm gonna hate it eventually. It's just human nature. Yeah. But thankfully, that's the best thing about working with a partner, is like having help in that and like a voice of reason. Yeah, thousand percent. Yeah. You're and like, it's also you're nice like to each like other's Geppetto. Just be presented a really good idea. Yeah. It's like, oh yeah. Sick. Yeah, it's fun as hell because sick. you didn't have to do anything. Right. Like, yeah, like when he sends sick. me a song, I'm like, oh, sweet. I'll oh, we'll just change this. We'll do this. Yeah. It's sick. Like, it's yeah, a song. that's huge. Yeah. yeah. And it's nice to have, now that I'm thinking about it, like, it really is nice. Like, when making something and, like, and, like, working collaboratively like that, like, you don't have to bear, you don't have to consistently bear the stress to maintain momentum. Because obviously, a piece of art needs to be nurtured. And, like, the moment that you don't take care of it, it's like a, a plant. Like, you don't water that thing, it's going to die. Yeah. And then you just wasted, like, your money and your time. And But it, to have back and forth like that where if I'm just not feeling it or vice versa, like, yeah, we just keep going. And, yeah. like, and then you, I'll hear something, I'll be like, holy shit. And then, like, I'll be dry and then I'll be like, oh, but, you know, get inspired. And then, like, yeah. on the contrary, it's just, like, really fun. This is, like, we've been, like, working on music a little bit, like, very, like, lightly like not intensely yet but like i think it's my personal favorite part yeah because there's no rules yet and there's no expectation and it's just extremely fun right to fuck around like yeah it is because you never know what it could turn into or like right yeah well you matt you have an interesting energy about you with songwriting because i mean i've been every song that i've written in the past year i've sent you and uh you know we end up working on them together and you're very good at like getting me excited about my own ideas you know yeah, very. It's like a good. Um, I don't know what that would be. Maybe just encouragement or yeah. just like it's fun, dude. Yeah, yeah. because you know what? It like, is fun. It's there's the, a lot the most fun ever. And then when you have that product, even like just like when we demo out a song at your apartment, and we just have that demo, and then I listen to it on the drive home. It's just like like you said, you know, uh, before like you you finished something. Like look well, at what we did. Part. Like we came here with a blank can- and an empty canvas, and then left with a completed. Yeah, it's product. silence, and you've. Yeah, made some noise. Yeah, which is the hardest fucking thing. And, and I'm, uh, uh, I've always said like uh, an empty canvas is the most like intimidating thing in the world to me. You know what I mean? If I'm like, oh, I'm gonna sit down and write a song today, and just sit down with a guitar, then it's like, holy shit! Like, cause it's like, what? You know, you how do you even start? The empty you know? canvas is also an amazing opportunity too. At the same time, oh, of course, as scary yeah. as it may be, it's a great opportunity to express yourself. And at the end of the day. Learn something about yourself in the world, yeah. And facts. how those two coexist, yeah. Like, if you don't respect the silence, I would say like that's what I learned more than anything. Like, writing so many bad songs, yeah. Like, I just thought that every word I said deserved to be heard, or like, <laughs> every chord needed to be played. But really, yeah. at a certain point, it's like, no. If somebody's gonna take ten seconds to hear this, or two minutes, God forbid, if they make it to the end, like. You want to make it count with yeah. whatever words you're saying or whatever. Like yeah. you got to really make it count. Yeah, that's a good, good way to put that yeah. for sure. There's no guarantee you get another chance. Right. Yeah. 
that's Look at you guys man got kind of more um what you yeah. were saying <laughs> what you were saying earlier about uh you know having to like water a plant or whatever you guys have uh always found a way to keep things fresh which i like going from disposable to uh tequila sunrise to yablock and then this like it, it's all extremely different you know what i mean like you guys have uh has the has the writing pro? I mean, the the writing process has had to change. You know what I mean? You can hear it from Tequila Sunrise to this of like, as far as you two working together. You know what I mean? On on this one specifically, like this sounds like, there were like you know it's almost like uh, early Blink where it's like you have Mark songs, you have Tom songs, but then when like when shit really got going, it's like you have Mark and Tom songs, and like that's what I notice a lot with this album. So do you guys feel the same about that, or am I way off? We did watch, uh, what is that, MTV The Road Home. We watched the doc on making self-titled. Like, kind of before we got started, we were oh. still living on Hoyt. Yeah. But we, not saying that dictates it. I'm just saying, like... Well, there's, like, a two... I feel like there's a two-pronged question. Like, in terms of keeping it fresh from right one right. thing to the next, one project to the next, I think that's just... The answer to that would probably be what we were just talking about in terms of like, I get so sick of like what we just did that like the next thing is almost just like, almost like a counter reaction or it definitely just, I want it to be a big step yeah. from yeah. that. I think that's part of it. But in terms of this album being more like cohesive in terms of like we're trading back vocals a lot more often and like. I don't know. You had a good explanation for it the other day, actually. It kind of just felt right. I think that's just like... Yeah. It's something we really actually hadn't done effectively yet. Sure. So it was almost just like a challenge for us to like... Try. Yeah, that's like... <laughs> and like we were, we did an interview recently when there was like a similar question and the thought came, came in where like... Like you're saying, like it feels like there's a, a growth and like maybe like quote unquote like oh maybe Super American has like found their spot, but like the album itself isn't a place of finality. Like who knows what it'll happen? And I think like the simplest way to put it is like at the end of the day, between the both of us, we share the same goal, and it's really simply that we just want to make really good songs. Yeah. And in this particular environment, in that particular expression, how we were working, we felt that that was going to be the most effective. Right. And that's probably more to the core that it is, including like you're saying transitioning from disposable to tequila sunrise like it's always like what is best for this moment right and what can we do between the two of us to make this the best we possibly can yeah and then that just changes like we get re-inspired we see different things we get older and growing I, more like comfortable with each other too because, yeah, of course like, when we first started like i literally didn't even know him. yeah we yeah. didn't really know each other we like knew of, of each, each other. other but it's like we've had to be able to communicate like even just having a conversation like personal conversations where singing on the same song and showing each other everything is in terms of like art goes like it like we're doing that as we go as we put out music like we're getting closer and learning about each other so that like i think plays into it too yeah and like this one we had just finally knew each other a lot better and like understood and loved each other more and it was easier for us to yeah and like when we started i think like it wasn't that we didn't we weren't close like we had just started getting to work together but like I think we just also really wanted to stay out of each other's way. Like, yeah, out of, of like, respect. Dude, that's the toughest thing, I think, with yeah. collabing with anybody is, is, like, trying to, like, you don't want to, like, step on anybody's toes, and you also, like, have to try to, like, separate egos, and, like, it's a tough thing to, to battle, for sure. Yeah, when I said I didn't, like, know him or he didn't know me, that's, like, a very... 
Like, if we saw each other out, we would have a conversation. Sure, sure. But you didn't know each other on that We'd level. We never worked intimately together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, both appreciated kind of each other's work. And, like, sharing and, like, molding and, like, exposing those two things is really, like, it's an intense thing. Like, it's been, yeah, I, it's been, like, the craziest, yeah, most difficult experience for me. Like, because, like, romantic relationships are one thing. Family relationships are another thing. This is, like, a whole other thing. That Creative I, relationships are, yeah. Because I had never, like, really ever let anybody in, I was realizing. I've yeah. been in bands since I was, like, 15 or 16. And, yeah. like, everybody, like, they were my friends and everything. But, like, I didn't trust anybody. I didn't, like, it's just a totally different experience when you actually have to try to grow and trust yeah. another person. Yeah. So, but, I mean, it goes to show that what comes out of it when you uh, <clears throat> kind of try to put the work into that, you know? Yeah, totally. Yeah. It's very rewarding. Yeah, it because is. I, at the end of the day, am confident saying I feel like I've gotten so much more aware and so much of a better artist yeah. because of that relationship. Right, and you probably feel the same. Yeah, I'm yeah. able to express myself in ways I never would have right. probably ever been able to do. And that passes on beyond you two as well, to. just because, like, I mean, I've learned more from you guys about songwriting and production and and attitude and you know reasons to do you know make decisions with everything um it's kind of like the bible it's got to keep it going yeah it's yeah, that's there you go that's the quote of the entire episode <laughs> yeah it's kind of like the i had bible. a joke i'm not going to say on this oh man i really wish you would i'm not going to all right i was hoping it's I'd not in any way inappropriate you. it's just purely not funny and i would hate to waste your time. <laughs> and i'm sorry for i'm sorry for wasting more of your time by interrupting no it's good it's good it's raw the filter kicked out uh it's so funny yeah, this man. is like a filter fish here so um, smack me in the oh my gosh yeah this face. is whew. it's a good cough yeah it's a little strong it is very good my first couple answers in this whole interview like my brain wasn't working yet and it's usually how it goes yeah. all i can see is the color black usually <laughs> i was terrified usually uh <laughs> When uh, with any episode, if you listen to the podcast, it's like the beginning is always a little. You should hear our poor yeah. manager on a weekly basis. Like we know him pretty well now. Yeah. And like I get on there, I'm like, holy shit, man! Yeah. I don't say the wrong thing. Yeah, like, gotta, I, then you, we get like 20 minutes in. Yeah, and it's like, oh. no, you always pick up the stride. We get there. It's yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, how's uh, how's the golf season? Uh, ask him. <laughs> he expedited the process. I. Uh, it was fun. It was fun. I. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, with uh, with quarantine, which is the whole reason I kind of got into it, I yeah. got really obsessed. But since we've had to start playing and like doing band shit again, I really have not. Yeah, I pretty much stopped playing. But it yeah. was really fun for a minute. Yeah, well, I, I think I, we lost shit for a little bit. I feel like we played I was as a gone. team yeah. against John and Rob. Yeah, rats. Yeah, we've had some. <laughs> we've had some matches. I'm Our team's called the Evil Empire. On. What's up? Our team is called the Evil Empire. Oh, I like that. Tell them theirs. We play against another two of our friends. They're the mouth breathers. Oh wow! Did you name them that? Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Fun. John is ridiculously good at golf. So I've heard. Yeah, yes. he yeah, got really yeah, good dude. this year, especially. Yeah. He really just the he, swing uh, is just. He's a member at East Aurora. Demoralized. Yeah. 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 He, he took <laughs> us out there and spanked us around. <laughs> well, it's a home turf. And yeah. then we played again. He gave us a beating spanked on Pat's home turf. Yeah. How's Rob? Good. good. Rob's good. He's yeah. also just the best person to be around in general, and then doing it. Yeah, in like Rob a, has the best energy of all time. That's why I want him to guy. come on the podcast. Athletics, yeah, environment is really fun. Yeah, you and Rob played in a band together, did you not? We did, yeah. Yeah, that's exciting. Great guitar player, dude. He's Great nuts. Guy, he's nuts. Um, there was a conversation I had. I don't remember who I had it with, but I had a conversation with somebody about Rob about how uh, his good like guitar tone is only like nobody else could match it 
because of the way that he plays. You know what I mean? Like he's just like got it. Dude, he's got the hands of a surgeon. I've said it <laughs> a million times. The hands of a surgeon. I he like really does. Like he plays everything so specifically. Album. Like every note is like not taken for granted. The way he like. Yeah. He's good. He's good. Not my. I can't do anything that he does. But. Yeah. Yeah, I have to borderline <laughs> cheat to get, in. <laughs> get a guitar going. For real. Yeah, that's why I play in open tunings. Yeah. Um. The. <clears throat> Pat, last time I went to your place, you had a note to yourself in the fridge that uh, to stop yourself from buying any more golf equipment. Yeah, that was a success. Was because, it? Yeah. Yeah. It was the funniest thing I've ever seen. I wish I remember from, it like, word for word. So, like, when I couldn't play golf from, like, November all the way to, like, March, even through April, like... When you can't play, like if I even see a golf course on television, or like I see any, or like of the, a rerun of like the, if US I see Open any is... of the clothes, dude, like I lose my mind and like I just start typing stuff and just buying yeah. things, like I was out of my mind. But I get I, like that with stuff. Once I could actually play though, like it took my mind off of all of the like equipment and yeah, clothes and shit, and I didn't buy Swag. really. Anything. I bought a couple hats, but I was pretty good. Yeah. Well, yeah, and you got yourself like a nice set of clubs. Yeah, I got some clubs. I got a couple pairs of pants and nice like bag. five shirts. I'm good now. Like <laughs> this winter, who knows what's gonna happen? But like, for real, dude, it was see. a shit show. I lost this season alone five wedges. Lost, lost. How do you lose? Two got recovered. You only carry three in a bag. Keep in mind. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've rebought. And so, like, the long story short is like the circumstance would be like everyone's up near the green. I may be you know, 10, 15 feet off. I got to chip it on and then putt, but I'm not going to walk all the way back to the cart, obviously. So the normal thing to do is you grab your wedge, you grab your putter. Right, right, right. So you, you take the chip one. shot yeah. and I set it down. Yeah. And then it's like just walk five away. holes. Yeah. Now I just don't say nothing because I'm like with the yeah. group and like it's such that a pain in the so ass. Much sense. You got to go back and like, you got to ruin the <laughs> yeah, play, the, the flow most, of the play. That's the most mad thing I've ever heard. It's like, yeah. So yeah. last time we played, I think I had six clubs in my bed. But it worked. It worked. I think I showed up with two golf balls. I took two from the range just in case. They were yellow. You are so <laughs> red. I had one T in my hat that somehow didn't break. And uh, I had a lot of fun. Hang yeah, on my you make thread. do. That is, uh, that is the Matt my clubs are in way, my car. I think. But dude, that, I, that is. But that is the most stressful way to play That's what I'm saying, bro. That's the most stressful it way to is, live it, your life. Because there's no option. Just, just like bang it up there. Keep Bro, then, the fact that... Uh, so, and then you got to keep the ball in play. Like you might if you only got one. Changing the conversation a little bit, but still mm-hmm. the same way. And like that you are like that in every part of your life. Is that... And that's not... I'm not saying that like that's a bad thing. Because no, I'm a total mess. It's totally fine. Yeah, but like you... you, you here you I'm are. I'm not even being sarcastic. Here you are though. Somehow. You know what I mean? Like it's still... It's, it's impressive to me. Uh, when we were writing s- some songs uh, a while ago, and like I have this room, right? And I have like yeah, this is a nice. I have gear studio, to like way. demo stuff professionally, and I'm driving down to Matt's apartment, and we're recording it at his MacBook like microphone That's in GarageBand, and using a keyboard to make drums, and I'm just like. Sometimes less is more. And it was probably the, I'll let him the, the outcome. <laughs> no, the, the outcome was probably better than what we would have done in here, though. Is what I'm saying. I remember when we made or the original Good Boy demo. I think I had that Garage Band app, and I on your phone. Yeah, and I think I banged the counter as the kick drum and hit a spoon and a fork together as a snare. I'm pretty sure I cried when I heard it too. No, it's just funny. Like <laughs> I have serious? just always been able to survive that way. Yeah, and it's not. It's almost. I dude, it's impressive for worse. Yeah, it is. But then, like when something like really well, you good have some life, stuff now. Yeah, like everything's fine, and I always do have like the like. You because we top. hang out on the weekends and like yeah i have a couple beverages on the weekends i like <laughs> hanging out with my friends but like during the week too though i do like take 
life seriously and like i do try to like yeah of course you know maintain a nice household like morgan sure. and i have a like decent apartment and like of course jade so it's yeah. like it's always pretty but then clean on the weekend, i like to have a little fun yeah, yeah. within reason of course yeah you know everything i only have two hours to have fun anyway so it's like might as well enjoy two hours it's my energy span now oh, okay yeah you don't sleep. how's your back bud today it's phenomenal the other day it was very bad yeah today it feels great i slept pretty well i slept on the floor i had to just to like keep it i slept like king current king tut <laughs> dude you last night you're like every time i come over here you look so tired that's why yeah yeah true it's his also, back hurts he's sleeping on the hardwood floor thinking it's gonna fix it dude it, it at least provides me some relief that is wild and then it's not good yeah but it hey, could be worse i guess I, this is a lot reminding me a lot of my pool mart interview yeah, <laughs> we're really. Uh, no, I'm, I'm kidding. I would love dude. to go through the job history of Matt Cox. Oh, you worked at. Pool I will Mart. say a you really funny what basil, right? Well, basil was cool. I really enjoyed. I gotta basil. shed layers. I'm sorry, guys. Shed your layers, bud. Like, it gets warm in here. Things were happening. Want to crack a window? It's probably fine. I'm just gonna. All right. We're gonna be wearing the same color. That's, That's fine. fine. Are we? Oh, I was just looking at my shoes. That's a little different. Um. I will say a funny story though is like maybe in like 2015 I like oh, it was like winter and I really needed a job so for some reason I got a fucking interview at Pool Mart and it's like January they sell pools keep going <laughs> pools winter pool job. got a job at Pool Mart in January dude business so is booming I go in for the interview with the suit and tie on and I got a watch on that I had at the time but it didn't have hands on it and I'm thinking there's like no way yeah, I, like, I had worn it so many times in the past that like I didn't even think anything of it. Yeah, and the guy I'm sitting at the desk, he's like, I really like, you know, I like this guy, and he's like, Hey, let me see that watch. And he takes it off, and, or I take it off, I give it to him. He's looking at, it, he goes, What the hell? And I go, uh, Yeah, it's because I got all the time in the world for customers. He goes, You're hired. Not like that, but he was like, Yeah, all right, we're gonna keep you. I went there. I probably worked there for 30 days. All I would do is clean the owner's bathroom and salt the uh, parking lot. It was unbelievable. Yeah, that's nuts. That Terry? is, yeah, or Terry. Or oh, Terry was from across the street. What's? Oh yeah, that now we prank Pool Mart because he's like a yeah total. Uh, oh man, that is uh, for non work. That's one reason. thing I uh, have to prepare myself for for being in the van is that his the amount prank of prank calls. phone calls that you make. Yeah, I should probably stop. They're not even funny anymore. I had a couple. Well, I steal all the good ones. Like anyone that's actually funny is like stolen. Yeah. Like the oh. helicopter is Jeff Zum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one's great. It's uh, ridiculous. For context, I did one for the anybody other listening, uh, the helicopter prank phone call is uh, where you have one phone where you have audio of a helicopter going. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you you break, hold break that it. up to your phone while you call a hotel <laughs> and tell them to send somebody up to the roof with a rope. And some and a flashlight, some lights, some lights, some lights at a at a at a rope because you're gonna land the helicopter. Two and a half minutes out. Yeah, two and a half minutes. And out. now this new thing I've been adding. To What's it your is name? What's the character name? Anthony Carter. <laughs> <laughs> Captain Anthony Carter. Landing it on the tower. Uh, but then I'll say to him, if you can't get anybody up there in the next two minutes, you need to personally go yourself. And yeah. they're like, oh my god, like go up to the roof. Dude. It is actually funny, and I. Uh, you also got the exotic animals one. That's probably the only other decent one. Yeah, I like that one too, where you call the hotel and say you're coming through with exotic animals. Well, I'll, I'll say that uh, I've already gotten 
uh, permission from your manager. Yeah. I'm writing Clarence. I'm up in room 323. I was just told to call you ahead of time just to make sure I could walk my orangutan through the lobby that there's nobody in there. Right. And, like, <laughs> and they're like, they're looking like, around and there's people everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> just like, what? They're like, sometimes they'll be like, uh, go for it. Yeah. Is it on a leash? Yeah, right. Yeah, there was, uh, I think I have a video on my phone of you doing one. That was really good. Um, uh, man, so we got the tour coming up. I say we like I'm, I'll be there. But, you will be there. Uh, will be there. You guys have the tour coming up. Uh, and how are we feeling about it? I'm excited and I'm nervous. But what do you think? I would say excited and nervous sounds about right. Yeah, not I'm like excited nervous. and not nervous yet. I just I don't know. It's I'll just... get nervous like when we're in like Seattle and I'm like, oh my god, I would just like kill to go get a pizza from Allentown and just sit on my right. couch. Yeah, but. Yeah, it's a grind. Not nervous to play necessarily, just like no, just it's just so many drives and you're gone for so, so long. Many, and exactly, so, so many other people yep. are stressed. That's that's where the, my stress is coming in for sure. Is just like being gone for that long. And there's a good crew this time. Though. I think there's a good healthy balance of like people looking out for one another and like yeah, you know the poison symbol. Yeah, that like yeah, like I feel like that's kind of the if everybody else is happy, I will honestly be happy. Yeah, that yeah. Like, that's the thing for me. I get stressed when I feel like other people are struggling. Yeah. Like. Yeah, I mean, the only thing that's going to suck for me is that I'm going to be working. Terrible. But, uh... <laughs> I'll be working. <laughs> I'm going to come right out and say it. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I... I Godspeed. Submitted a bunch of PTO, so I won't be working as much as I was originally going to. Well, that's good. I'm not going to... The entire time we're on the West Coast, I'm not working. Me neither. <laughs> <laughs> I certainly won't be either. So Hopefully I never work again. It'll be cool. Retiring. Um, I also the last so the last time we went we had uh three vegans in the van so I try I ate vegan the entire time oh yeah I'm gonna be on my own this time I know well no. I I might try to join you yes get best of luck no, I guess I gotta say I I felt very good when I on that when we were on that run and I was just eating vegan with you yeah, guys I mean, every day I'd, I'd recommend it to anybody but it's just it's, it's tough yeah when you're traveling and like be eating a lot of hummus it's a slight pain even in buffalo because we're not like that far along with that yeah. whole culture thing but yeah it will, will be cool is um it's know, fun though going, going to, big to cities that's what i was gonna food, say yeah. going we're going to a lot of like really big like progressive cities um that will probably have a lot of really cool vegan It'll options so, Feel free to join how long have you been vegan like a year and a half oh, okay so you probably like just started when we were maybe closer to two years actually. yeah interesting Oh yeah, no, it's been like I, I really don't know. I gotta, I should yeah. look that up maybe. Olivia's vegan as well. Yeah, it helps. That is half the battle for me. Yeah, yeah. Somebody that can actually make things well for sure. And the cooking front, and just like as support in times when I might have wanted to break earlier. Yeah, it's got to be huge. It's you're like, held accountable, not in a bad way, in a very healthy, productive way. And your yeah, best like the first like few months i would just like see a big fat buffalo pizza and wings and yeah. just like the smell it was Dude. less each actually eating the food and just wanting to participate in the whole like yeah thing. yeah that's the one thing that, that i think i would have the toughest time with is, is wings because i love wings so wings. much yeah they love just wings, smell so. good like i just love the sauces and everything yeah. like i have cauliflower rings and stuff now which are yeah. great but i honestly love everything i eat now that's the thing like i really do enjoy what i eat so it's yeah. not a big deal. But when, the travel uh, aspect, like you're saying, is a yeah. whole new animal for that I, long. I, uh, 
when we were at your place for your, your birthday and you guys got that vegan buffalo pizza. And uh, I didn't know oh, it was vegan. Yeah, it's from that donut place. What the hell yeah, Fry Baby. Fry Baby. Which is crazy. Yeah, they're like closed right now, which is a bummer. But they're always really closed. Good. When are they not? I don't, I don't know. I don't Everywhere understand I like to that go business. closes within like two months, ever since I was like 17. Fry Babies <laughs> turn people into Cry Babies. Yeah. There you go, bud. I'll write that down. I don't know what's... Was that know. better than the joke you were going to tell earlier? No, I, I haven't... I don't have a funny joke at all. <laughs> okay. You gotta have I, uh, but yeah, that, that dude, that pizza was nuts i didn't know it was vegan like i straight up thought it was just regular buffalo it like didn't put two and two together in my head that i was at your place i think a lot of people would eat i like the fry baby pizza the one you got me dude it was it was phenomenal i think people would eat more things that weren't necessarily like animal products if they just didn't have the choice or it wasn't like yeah if if you just serve the food and like this is yeah absolutely you you gotta eat it at some point (laughs) at some point you gotta eat yeah Yeah. but yeah just even that word like gives me the heebie-jeebies like just because i feel like it turns people off what word the word vegan. Oh, for real? Yeah. Like, I feel like it turns people away from I was going to get it tattooed away. on my forehead. You should. Yeah. Like the fucking uh, plant life on my Moby. Knuckles. You ever see Moby's vegan tats? No. He has vegan for life, vegan down this arm. I, I, I could be wrong, but I think it's vegan down this arm, and it's like black, black letters for life. I didn't know that he was like such a ride or die. Oh, he's huge. He's, he's nuts. He's, yeah, he's, he's intense. Crazy. I can he's appreciate the... something like that, usually like a full-on nut and I, i'm not calling them yeah. up, but not someone who's just like really stands really committed it, yeah. to like what they believe in yeah like, a thousand percent. without any sort he of that, did you guys watch that woodstock 99 documentary no i have not he's in that i didn't even know what happened until a couple weeks ago um <laughs> uh that documentary is nuts dude i thought there was only one i've seen i think i saw it back in the day uh this i don't know if there's another one this this one i'm referring to came out a few months ago oh then certainly it's, not it's no. on hbo um but it's really good maybe i've just been that watching that performance on youtube yeah is oh, that the yeah, one yeah, where yeah. alanis, alanis morissette is ripping yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 yeah. and green day in the mud yeah no yeah. uh, green day was at 94 oh they did woodstock 94 for some reason i don't know well, it makes yeah, maybe because they just dropped a phenomenal album that i'm saying think about that timing yeah, we just dropped Dookie oh, and we're yeah. going to go play uh, Woodstock. Yeah. yeah, I know. I was listening to... Vibes are high yeah. at that point. Yeah. I was listening to a podcast earlier. Um, there's this podcast I've been listening to called 60 Songs That Explain the 90s. Uh, and the episode I was listening to was about What's My Age Again? And they were talking about... Um, Here just, go. Just like... <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, no, they were just talking about like punk bands in the 90s and the idea of selling out was like such a big thing. And Green Day... Um. Oh, I, well, I didn't know. I didn't know a lot about like Green Day's like early work. Well, not that the early work, but like their where they came from or their stories or the anything. The whole like Oakland punk. Yeah. Scene. I, apparently, they were like really, really respected in the in like the Bay Area oh, yeah. punk scene. Mm-hmm. And then like when they signed to a major, like they were like disowned from the scene and like they weren't welcome back and shit. And I'm like, it's Damn, funny you crazy. say that because I just heard a quote from Fat Mike from No Effects recently. And he's talking about this exactly, and it's just a little clip I saw. But he says Green Day didn't sell out. They just did what they did until it was extremely popular. Yeah. So don't be getting mad. Right. You know. Yeah. Well, that was a whole. There was like a feeding. Not frenzy. you. I'm saying like just no, people no, no, in general. Yeah. Like, there's no reason to be salty. Well, and but then they go on. It's the like they all the reason they bring it up because they talk about Blink too. That it was like Blink That's no two never, either. Well, Blink two never gave a shit about it. Like. The uh-huh. Mark Hoppus was quoted as saying, "Like, yeah, I want my songs to be super popular, and I want yeah, to make a bunch you? of money off I mean, of it." Yeah, different goals for different situations. I should should not. Yeah, it's just very interesting how uh, how important that uh, that is to some people, or was, I guess, back in that day. You know what I mean? When music was becoming like very corporate. Well, if you think about it, like I can 
respect people's like that vibe because it's prior to the internet and like this is your community and like you're seen and like it's a very sacred thing probably yeah, absolutely. and then all of a sudden like you're a superstar and you're on MTV and you're plucked out of the situation it's like right. it's kind of taking one of the like big parts of your community and just like I mean not removing it entirely but inserting corporate America into it you know what yeah, I mean it right. changes yeah, it is weird the I don't think I don't know if that really exists anymore I mean maybe now. it does but well the other thing is like people playing guitars all of a sudden became a profitable yeah. thing again and right. like so there was a feeding frenzy from all the labels to all those yeah the 90s were a crazy bands. time dude like from what from I've listened to every episode of this podcast and just like what I'm learning about the 90s and just how like Nirvana just changed everything with yeah. one fucking song just changed everything but they also talk about how what's my age again like if uh uh, smells like teen spirit like started whatever was happening in the 90s what's my age again is was the cap on it yeah and i, I mean, like that idea smash hit songs yeah yeah like if you just sat down and played a, or a nirvana song like acapella on the piano at like a particular tempo like people would like run out of tears yeah there is actually a very very good cover Same with Blink, dude. smells like teen any good song, there's a yeah. very good piano cover i don't remember the artist's name um she's huge in europe but she has a piano cover of smells like teen spirit that she played the night after Kurt Cobain died like on her tour in Europe and it was like it's like one of the most moving things I've ever heard it's insane I can imagine yeah. he was not messing around Kurt Kurt Kirk <laughs> Kurt's a good name Kurt Cox Kurt yeah. Cox this is Craig. all right see this is where i was trying to get to with this podcast is like i don't want it to just be like sound like i'm interviewing you guys because you guys are also two of like my best friends <laughs> so like i was hoping we would get to the point where it's like what are we naming matt's son you know i um, that that's already settled patrick are we still no, on? p-a-d-d-y yeah Patty. i was actually on spotify today like listening to this band called the sod doctors and like i was just like casually like uh looking Listen, at the related artists and there I was used, a dude I, named like patty russell i was like oh Patty Cox. Russell no middle name. Middle name is tough. Russell's sick. R- he Russell should have no Cox last name either. Oh my god! Just Patty. Born with a goatee. Russell Cox. <laughs> Russell Cox, the hockey player, would be yeah. Whoa! I'm like, curious. Actually, Russell. I'm gonna Cox let is whenever, whenever. Well, first I need to I have, take care I mean, of myself, and yeah. then I can. Well, the, what was funny is the one the one day we were yeah. we were all hanging out and we were doing this. But what's funny is like we all three of us have funny last names. Yeah, yeah. we have to be. We have to be very particular about like what we name our children. I'm particularly limited. Same. I mean, I'm well, yeah, extremely yeah, no, I limited, dog. Unless you changed it to liquor, L-I-Q-U-O-R. Yeah. Any name that's not like an Irish Catholic name sounds ridiculous with yeah. my last name. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's... Richie? I was trying to lean into that. Like, I've, I might Art, name dude. my kids like Jack and like... Seamus? Seamus is a sick name. Yeah. Call Shay. Shay is a sick Irish name too. Yeah, Declan is nice. I was put, almost named Declan actually. That's what my brother Liam wants to name his kid Declan. Yeah, my oh, brother's name is Liam. So there, I, you know, <laughs> yeah. it's that's all it. just like a, yeah. A I like the name Liam here. too. Honestly, yeah. it's like very uh, yeah. Well, that's the thing is like, like I mean, my, there's so many like there's so many kids in my family that it's like we're running out of ideas. I'm just gonna have to name my kids like my brother's names. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. the move. Yeah, name your daughter Aiden. That's kind of sick, if I'm being honest. A sick name for a girl is also Kevin. And I've seen it. In... It's my dad's name. Is it really? Yeah. There you go. Aiden and Kevin, two girls. Yeah, there Yo, you go. I do kind of like that. Kevin with a Y. Like Kevin Adams. Actually, yeah. I've seen it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. Who even knows if gender will be a thing by the time we have kids, too? So. 
Yeah, that would be cool. Worms, I've talked about that on the podcast hmm. before, so like I would love a future where it's just like names are just numbers. We yeah. don't even have it anymore. Just people are people. Just the names. Just Isn't that name where we're anyway. trying to get to? Yeah, essentially. Yeah, that'd be sick. It's David Spade. <laughs> first name. David yeah. Spade. <laughs> Spade as a first name. Spade. It is a joke we like to have. Well, it's like a half a joke. Like sometimes, like it's half sick. Yeah. Sometimes, like someone have an idea, like oh yeah, yeah. Well, just naming things in general is always. I don't know if I like projected that on everybody, but like that was always. I've been saying that for way too long. I feel like it's that's been the a name tight of my squeeze. band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that's you guys, you guys got me into that. You yeah, guys, I had to stop doing. You guys that literally like. I had to detox. Uh, yeah, I feel like I've been like brainwashed into. It's just like a trigger now of just like. Band name, tombstone, resume. Put that on my tombstone. Yeah, yeah. Put that on my tombstone. Some of the call tombstone ones are good. Yeah, yeah. Some, yeah. Call your boss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're out of jokes, but they're Send they're always bed. funny though. Yeah. yeah, me in bed. Yeah, <laughs> I sleep on the floor, so now I got to say me on floor. <laughs> <laughs> me on floor is a good band name. No, the ass singular is the best one i've had in a while or the nipples if, somebody, <laughs> if anyone wants to take the nipples it's up for grabs dude i have a lot 15 percent of gross i do profits. think the nipples is a pretty good band name. see the reason i'm annoying the is because i write these do? things down even though they should just be funny in the moment and then they should die uh oh i, I wrote the ass that. down the other night milking yourself yeah. uh jerk at city that was a good one jerk at city yeah sounds like a nice story like for a, somebody with an id no it's just uh circuit city I was just talking about Circuit City when I was in this room with Pat. What? If, I, literally I feel was. like I'm in Circuit City. I was saying I used to like to go to Circuit City because I would go look at the TVs and shit. Like, yeah. Just like watch movies. That's where I bought I, I bought my uh, iPod Mini from Circuit City. It was a green one. Four gigs. I still have it. It doesn't work anymore, but I still I, have it. I used to love going to their media play for... with my dad. Media, yeah. media play was the shit. Media play was the shit. That's Which where I got. Media play would be near What your was the first? I would go to like... Do you remember the first... No, it was on like Niagara Falls Boulevard. Maybe not even oh, first, yeah, yeah. but like, what do you remember CDs that you bought from Media Play? Like specific ones? Yeah. The first CD I think I ever bought was like Sweet Kisses by Jessica Simpson or something like That's that. That's fucking like, hard. I don't remember why, but I was with a friend. I was with my friend and his parents. Yeah. And I made them buy me the CD. I don't know. <laughs> it's messed up. It's Please. really honestly pretty creepy. Please. I had that in like Lil Bow Wow and then I like, love Bow Wow too. Uh, Me and like almost everybody I ever knew was uh, Young and the Hopeless by Good Charlotte. That was the first one I ever bought. Yeah, that was post when I was getting mm-hmm. my first CD. But I also bought Take This to Your Grave by Fall Out Boy from there um, and from Under the Cork Tree and Infinity on High. Actually, I Infinity on High might have been edited version. My grandma got it for me and didn't know. I think I got the edited Marshall version. So I had, ridiculously was you know, so good. I grew up with older brothers so they had it and uh my brother dave had the m&m show dude putting that in a boom box and like right away like the yeah. skits being dude it was so yep. scary it was like watching a scary movie. <laughs> dude i used to yeah i literally would we had a stereo in the corner of our living room in south buffalo that had like you know it had like the receiver and then like storage underneath which is where all the cds were mm-hmm. and i literally would just sit in front of that and just go through until i found an album cover i liked and then I would just put it in a portable discman. Did either of you ever like have the boombox and listen to the radio <clears throat> and record songs yep. on the radio to, to tape? the tape? Yeah. Oh, no, I never did. That's that. what, dude. Yeah. The the first like the first like songs I ever wrote, I put that in quotes because they weren't like anything. You it was could just record on tape. Yeah. So I literally had a boombox because I had a microphone oh, on the boombox. Yeah. And so I would literally just like 
hit record on tape and just start singing the first uh, the first song i literally ever remember writing was just which is so funny is just a it was a ripoff of uh i just took uh the hanukkah song by adam sandler and just changed the words and that was song. the first song i ever wrote <laughs> that is uh i'd like to hear that yeah it's probably on a cassette somewhere and i didn't know how to play guitar but my dad had a guitar and i just strummed to the open strings i just sang the hanukkah like song DJ with different Khaled, words. Yeah. did you yeah. see the dj Khaled? no like Bob Marley's signature guitar signature guitar gets gifted to him and they're like reading him a prepared statement like thank you so much for yeah. your inspiration in music and yada, he yada, yada. How to play it. dude he picks it up and it's just going wham wham and one not playing it but just like beating it to shit yeah this is the hand on the fretboard just yeah it's it. opening and closing yeah. that's it yeah. <laughs> that's so good cutting the strings and letting them go yeah. but yeah I had the M&M show and I used to walk to Catholic school Naturally. In South Buffalo, with and listen to the Eminem show on the way there, and it's a good uh, mix. and right, and that's obviously was, why I wasn't allowed to have. There was TV. one day where it started playing in my backpack while I was like, we were like ending the day with a prayer, and like I have my headphones around my neck and like I accidentally hit the player or something in my backpack and it just was like blaring through the headphones. That and was a to, like, pain. I remember that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that was that was my upbringing for sure. Good shit. I feel like. uh I have no idea how long we've been talking. It feels like it could be either 20 minutes or six hours. Oh, just over an hour. Oh, no shit. Yeah. Pretty good. Yeah. That's how it goes. Anything um, else for us? What do we got? I don't know. Do you guys want to talk about anything else? We can do whatever you want. I usually go to an hour and a Did half. Did I say so. anything terrible about anybody to this point? I don't think so. Do no. You, do you want to shit talk to? some people? Yeah. I'm just making sure I didn't offend either of you during this. No. No. <laughs> I, oh, yeah, I, I black out as soon as I'm like being recorded in any situation. Yeah. yeah, it is weird. I'm like too comfortable with it. Well, you've done it 23 times now. <laughs> 23, only 23. Yeah, like, you're good at the it The MJ too. episode? Well, I had like the radio show in college and everything like that. Too, oh, so, it so you like, did practice. Yeah. I've been doing it. And I, I like did the morning news in high school. I've always just been. The morning nudes? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I feel like just starting That's from the beginning the is morning the toughest nudes. part. Like. Oh my god, it's insane! Like when you have to ask the first question, I was just like, "What is this bastard gonna say?" <laughs> <laughs> like, I would, yeah, I also like to not prepare. I appreciate I that. It, yeah. yeah, I like that's the whole point of it. Is I want because if be you were super raw. prepared, then like that's it might boring. make your your well that, or it might make your guest feel uncomfortable just because they may not be. Yeah, and I am not saying that to say I'm uncomfortable. Right. So don't. Are you sure? No, I'm wearing sunglasses no, and good. drinking goya out of the container. This has been. What this has done to my blood sugar in my back is unbelievable. Yeah, you're yeah. a new man. I'm a fan, yeah. Yeah, that's good. But no, I, I, I had a great time. It's great. The yeah. sunglasses I Me forgot too. I had on. It's kind of like a big daddy thing. It look, yeah, yeah, yeah. You feel invisible. Frankenstein. Yeah, it's like, yeah. Hey, Frankenstein. pack, it's a catch-up. Just it's puts a the glass. daddy thing. Yeah. He feels better when they're on. Plus, I look like a moron. So. Yeah, that's how I feel a lot. Um, if I'm stoned anywhere, I prefer to have sunglasses on. <laughs> I wouldn't know that feeling anymore, but it sounds I've scary. never been stoned. Never been stoned? Never. It hurts. <laughs> really? When the rocks hit you, yeah. Oh, jeez. That was something. I don't think those sounds matched up. Um, what do you think happens when we die? Oh, fuck. Who knows if we already haven't? I like that. I don't know. I really don't know. I know that's a boring answer, but I don't know. Right. And I'm hoping I'm doing a decent job in case anything is going on. I hope I'm welcome. I hope yeah. it's cool. Hope everything's chill. That's Who cool. knows? I like the Hindu. Maybe belief nothing. That uh, 
we live multiple lives until you're eventually just like cast out and to become one with the universe yeah i think that just seems like it makes sense there's something of that like it has to go somewhere right but it has to make the sense in the natural world like yeah basically i feel like that everything that's happening is such a like miracle in itself that like, yeah, you're not going to go somewhere else and there's going to be some other like yeah, they, cool ha- they happen to have brick there's buildings like roller too. coasters or something like yeah. that yeah yeah. I just feel like it all must... And then, then do you get to pick your outfit? Like, what is going on up there? Like, what are you launched out there? So I don't think it's like a physical thing. Either. Yeah. Have you watched the uh, Fantastic Fungi thing? How do you even pronounce it? On oh, Netflix? oh, yeah, no. You should watch that because yeah. that's pretty much my only, like, religious or spiritual, like, understanding that I have right now. Yeah. Because they, like... I didn't know what that was... I didn't know if that was about, ended. like, mushrooms. Not like taking them for like yeah. fun, and that's what I thought it was going to be like that. And I watched the preview, and I'm like, oh, I'm not interested. <laughs> no, it's way more interesting. Like, okay, I read a full book on taking mushrooms, and this is even more interesting. Okay, mushrooms are fun. I'll never do them again. Really? And I had uh, yeah, it's just not for me anymore. I'm too. I'm too. Uh, I want to say maybe that I, I will, more, but I don't. Know. I think the situation we were in was uh, stressful. I would have to have nothing to do for like a really long time. That's the whole and point. Nobody yeah. calling my phone. Yeah. Nobody. Like, yeah. You want to do yeah. it like? Well, the thing is, we did them in the middle of winter. Well, the segue the back village. to real life is just like sheesh. Yeah, it's weird. It's like, come on. Dan had a great time. Yeah, he did. He's still tripping. <laughs> Dude, when he was playing Madden, I'll never forget how funny that was. Just goes, wow. I did have an hour when I really felt like very relaxed. Yeah. And that was really nice. <clears throat> but the way up the way up was tough not yeah. good for me i felt weird for sure because i felt like i were responsible for all of our well-being yeah, yeah. And, that, and that stressed me out so much because i was like i don't want anybody to be freaking out and have it be my fault you know what i mean yeah i wasn't freaking out i was just yeah. like I just, well i also don't do that right i know and i do it last all the time, time i did it so i was 18 years like, old so i'm like dude and i usually sh- have a very good time but it was like oh no like Am I going to fucking ruin my friends' lives right now? It's so dependent on, like, everybody else's energies in the room. It really Even is. if everybody's trying to, like, have a good time, like, no if they're on edge at all, like... Exactly, yeah. That's why the, thing, I, the hardest part about it is, like, you literally have to do it and not think about it. If you toss and me the out there to by myself and gave them to me, I'd probably be fine. Yeah. But, well, like, that's what I'm saying. So, you got to get, like... Yeah. The best time I've ever had is, like, when we go to, like, a, if I'm in, like, a cabin in the <sighs> middle of nowhere and have no phone service and I can just walk around for six hours outside yeah if i could get going on a good like wavelength in my mind it could be fun but yeah it's risky i don't know if the risk is worth the reward with the shrooms for me in this moment well the foreseeable future it's not <laughs> for me i mean not. every day is like walking to, to, to get like pretty real with it like i was able to get mm-hmm. off of antidepressants because of mushrooms i mean i've heard that yeah. i've heard a lot like it's crazy and i've read about how well it can work in guided situations for alcoholism and yeah, a bunch of totally. addiction. Yeah, I mean, I is prefer... Is if I use the bathroom real quick? Uh, no. Is it? Is this an episode first? What? Is no, this... uh, Ben Lieber peed twice on our Really? Because, yeah. I mean, give me... I drank a Joya, fucking half a cup of Joe there, a bottle of water. Yeah. You guys yeah. do the... Uh... Go take a pee. I'll talk to Pat about... Uh... Oh, I gotta do a handstand in the bathroom. All right. Sorry for... Uh... I like this. I like that this is happening. No, it's good. I just didn't want to be... Uh... Distracted. You didn't want to ruin the entire thing. Yeah, exactly. And in doing so, I already have just done that. <laughs> no, I think we've pretty much reached our destination. Yeah. No, at this point, we're just chilling. Yeah. This is usually how it goes. Just in case there's 
something profound yeah. that ends up being said. Right. That's why, funny. yeah. I have like three questions that's like if the conversation gets dull to throw them out and one of them is what do you think happens when we die? Another one is do you think OJ did it? Certainly. And my third one is do you think pigeons have feelings? Um, I don't know anything about birds. Me neither. I don't what, know like anything when about we say OJ feelings, Like I don't think... It seems like animals do have feelings. Yeah, totally. But I don't know, like, because humans are so, like, have so much going on up here in terms of feelings. Yeah. That I don't think they're, like, thinking about it in a super in-depth, rational way. But they must have feelings for their offspring in terms of, like, instincts to protect and feed. And I feel like those are feelings. Yeah, I mean, they can definitely feel, like, sadness, I think. I mean, it can't, like, an elephant die from a broken heart or something like that. Yeah. No, that's what I mean. I think de- yeah. that's why I specified with birds, because I've definitely, <laughs> I don't know their yeah. capacity for feeling. It literally that. is just, like, this is how my brain works, is, like, that's a thing a dude in a super old YouTube video says. Like, that's where I got that from. Do you think pigeons have feelings? Like, it's like... It Do you have any more that. questions? I like the question. Uh, no, I, I literally don't know anything about O.J. Simpson. Um, or, the, you know, the... I know he was a hell of a football guy and he drove a Ford Bronco and that's that's basically it. Yeah, he was a star running back for the Buffalo Bills. He was a running back? Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. He's a large Lord number man. 32, I believe. And he was super good. Like, yeah. really good. And then he killed an innocent human being. Allegedly. No, he did. <laughs> <laughs> OJ? Yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah. <clears throat> He is the first time he's heard of it. Good morning, Twitter world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, that that dude's nuts. He's wild. Yeah, I'm out on him. <laughs> Although he is funny. Yeah. Did you watch that? I don't even want to talk about that, so I'm not getting into it. Sure, okay. sure, sure. <laughs> not going there. Not sure. Yeah. No, that's uh, those are my questions I ask when I when I get bored. I just want to see how people do. Pigeons have feelings. Mm, yeah. Define feelings. That's exactly what I said. Define feelings. Yeah. Yeah. Not exactly, but kind of what I was saying. A conscious? Do you think they, they feel aware? sad? Like yeah, like, because if, if they're like someone... hungry, there's definitely a sense of dissatisfaction. I okay. liken you know it to like saying? having the instincts to like protect probably their offspring and like feed. Yeah. yeah. But like I don't know if they're having like, oh, somebody dumped me feelings. Like, yeah, no, they're not having existential thought. No. And that's probably just like a construct of the human brain itself is sad. Thank you for giving me very thoughtful answers. To that yeah. very is sadness even thing, or is it just discomfort? Yeah, discomfort through a particular lens. Right? Are there? Yeah, I guess everything can just be good feelings or bad feelings, huh? Right. Yeah. We just categorize them. Right. For very real reasons. Yeah. Like valid reasons. Again, I also have no idea I'm talking about, so keep that in mind. I thought that was a very good answer. It's probably scientifically wrong. Who cares? Not me. We're not experts. We are three guys in a room in West Seneca, New York. Yeah, yeah. that's about it. And I love that. Me too. Yeah. I feel I feel good with that. Yeah. That's the one thing I do like about this podcast is like you listen to podcasts and it's like, you know, you have like experts on about certain things. I'm like, I'm just like me and my homies are just trying to, trying to figure it out, you know? We're just hanging. Yeah. Like spending a little time together is all. Fighting a good fight. Yeah. Quality time. This co- this coffee was quality, by the way. Was it good? I'm Shout I want to drink more of it, but I'm glad that I can't. Yeah, if that makes sense. It would... You need to drink more water. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, this. That looks scary. It looks like medicine or something. It's basically what it tastes like. It's almost like a Pedialyte. 
which was a great drink too. Yeah, big on the Pedialyte casual. Drink it with this, a meal. The same yeah. Reinhardt. <laughs> Rest his soul. Yeah, I liked Sam Reinhardt a lot. I miss him. Me too. He's my favorite artist. Do you want to talk about the Sabres or no? No. no <laughs> okay, I can't good. Go there. Good, on good, it. good, good. I agree. Um, all right, then we can wrap this up. Swag. Uh, Pat, Matt. Yo, you know what's funny? The members of the band are Matt, Pat, Sam, and Dan. Yeah, it's the boringest shit on the planet. I, I love, love it. it. I absolutely All love Irish it. last names, too. McCormick, Cox, Feely, and Chekhoway. Is Chekhoway Irish? Oh, yeah. Okay. Or like Scottish. Yeah, I was going to say, or like Wales, like, like Welsh, maybe even yeah. pre Irish. Like <laughs> pre Irish. Pre Ireland. Like yeah. Maybe, or yeah, maybe Scotland, because I'm trying to think geographically. Because they don't like each other. Uh, Historically, the Scots and the I know Irish the, do the not Scots like. and, the, and the English do not like each other for sure. I like that little rivalry shit. <laughs> not like the, in a war way, but yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, fuck off, guy. Yeah, <laughs> you know? little, little yeah like you like your hometown and yeah, they like theirs and it's a uh, fuck you. Yeah, yeah. it's fine. Yeah. It helps progress civilization. I don't know why that is, but it is, it's comforting. It's yeah. funny. Just well, to feel like you have your own little squad. We're a tribal yeah. species. Yeah. You know? That is true. Yeah. So we, uh, <laughs> we, we are loyal to our own. Yeah. <laughs> That's the second time. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's just funny. Because there was at some point, we like, are 100,000 years ago, yeah. some dude with a ponytail just yeah. looking around. <laughs> well, that's the whole thing. Like when it comes down to like, um, you know, ideas of like prejudice and, and hate and stuff like that is just like this caveman primal thing of like, he look different. Right. You know what I mean? Something like that. Yeah. It's certainly not it's just well insecurity. thought out. <laughs> it, is not, it is not well Most thought out Most things are insecure. Yeah. And people have a reason to be insecure. Yeah. Because you're a morbid individual. Right. You, or I'm sorry, not morbid. Mortal. You, you're mortal. That's yeah. it. Yeah. You, yeah, you yeah, have yeah. a mortality. Yeah. And once you become aware of that, you're just yeah. permanently insecure. So, Yeah. Good luck to everyone out there, I guess. Sup is out everywhere now. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> I love it. Uh, Super American uh, release show at Mohawk Place is Friday. Yeah. Um, super excited for it. that. Mm-hmm. Your boy will be behind the merch table. Let's go. Um, I think my parents are coming. Saints. They love the album. Um, awesome. Yep. Yep. Uh, Can we borrow a guitar? Yeah, what do you need? Oh, yeah, I was going to ask you if that was cool if, if you were open oh, you want to the, the Tom DeLong? Uh, the acoustic. Yeah. If you don't mind. Sure. Because mine is Thanks. not... Uh, Electric? I got to no. borrow Dan's because mine, my input's not working, so... Okay. It's really... It would that'd be huge if you don't mind. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. What it, asking me on this is funny. What if I was like a huge dick about it? Like, That's what I, I was just hoping. At least at the very least, it's going to be Ask him while we're recording the show. <laughs> yeah, he can't say no. Yeah, it's good. Um, and then hitting the road with Hot Mulligan, Prince Daddy, and the Hyena, right? And Sincere Engineering. Mm-hmm. Correct. It's going to be fun. Uh, we're gone for four weeks. For 40 days. More like five, yeah. Whew. It's no joke. It's no joke. Um, I'm excited, though. It'll be fun. On horseback. Yeah. Uh, what last words of wisdom? I feel like I've already said too much. I love that. That was perfect, Matt. Try your best. Perfect. All right. See you guys later. See ya. Thank you. Thanks, Aiden.